This daily devotional is brought to you by Hope PR Ministry. We would love to hear from our listeners, and we ask that you would contact us at hoperwc at gmail.com with any feedback or questions you might have. We hope that you are edified by this content. Our meditation for today is titled, A Thorough Cleansing Needed. It is based on Psalm 51 verses 2 and 3. Let's begin by reading Hebrews 9. Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made, the first, wherein was the candlestick and the table and the showbread which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna, and Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant. And over it the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat, of which we cannot now speak particularly. Now when these things were thus ordained, the priests went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone, once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. The Holy Ghost this signifying, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices, that could not make him that did the service perfect, as pertaining to the conscience, which stood only in meats and drinks, and diverse washings, and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. But Christ, being come and high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats, and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is of force after men are dead, otherwise it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Whereupon neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and of goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the testament which God hath enjoined unto you. Moreover he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And almost all things are by the law purged, with blood, and without shedding of blood is no remission. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, 
now to appear in the presence of God for us. Nor yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world, but now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. That concludes our scripture reading. Our meditation is a thorough cleansing needed. To judge that David's sins of adultery and murder were heinous sins is certainly correct, but scripture does not want us to stop there. David himself wholeheartedly declares in one of our versifications of Psalm 51, O wash me wholly from my guilt, and make me clean within. For my transgressions I confess, I ever see my sin. The words as David wrote them are, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Psalm 51, verse 2 and 3. It ought to be noted, then, that not even once does David in this psalm cry out for escape from the punishment he deserves. The desire for this is certainly implied in his cry for mercy, but the emphasis throughout the psalm is on the sin, not upon the punishment called for by his sin. There is no spiritual value in a mere desire to escape punishment. All sinners want that. And if this is all that we want, there will be no mercy for us. We must, as the versification expresses it, want to be made clean within. We must want sinful thoughts and desires washed out of our souls. Note that David confesses that his sin is ever before him. His sin bothers him, and from it he wants to be set free. How is that in your life? A prayer for nothing more than escape from punishment will not be heard or answered. There must be a sincere desire to be set free from the power as well as from the punishment of sin. David sets a beautiful example for us here in this psalm. Yes, the David who committed such heinous sins also sets a good example afterward. Follow, then, in David's footsteps that are presented here. Pray for a thorough cleansing from sin in every aspect of it. It must all be there. If we are to be assured that the cross of God's Son blotted out all our guilt, and that His Spirit will set us free from the power of sin, He brought salvation for the body, but also for the soul. He saves us to the uttermost. The song choir will close for today by singing from Psalter number 143, verse 1.
Thank you for listening to this episode. We encourage you to visit our church, Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. Our services are at 9.30am and 5pm on Sundays. If you wish to learn more about us, please contact us at hope.rwc@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we'll be happy to help with any questions you may have.